Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. In this week's episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about a subject everyone's interested in right now, the imminent property market crash. I'm on site right now in a property we purchased for 25k. I've done a whole series of videos on the Progressive Property YouTube channel about this property. Go watch it right now if you want to learn how you could pick up a property for an absolute steal and make massive profit from the refurbishment of it. Is the UK housing market about to crash? Well, I'm going to reveal everything you need to know. My name is Kevin McDonald. I've been a property investor now for over 20 years. I've built up a multi-million pound property portfolio using creative property investment techniques. And today I'm going to be sharing with you all about the property market right now and if we're facing the biggest crash we've ever faced. Look, I've been investing in property now for years. I know the property market inside out. I've bought all types of property, from residential single let buy to lets to houses in multiple occupation to commercial properties. I've even bought the cheapest cinema ever, likely in the UK. If you wanna see that, by the way, you can watch it here. Right now, a lot of people are worried about a property market crash. A lot of other people are excited about the opportunities that come from a property market crash. So what's happening right now and where do we think it's going to go? Well, interest rates at the moment, as of today, the base rate is 4.25%. Now that's significantly higher than the 0.1% we experienced during the COVID lockdown. It's also significantly higher than anything we've experienced in probably the last 15 plus years. In fact, the interest rates today are the highest they've been since the pre-2007-2008 financial crisis. That is a long, long time ago. That's 16 plus years of low interest rates. Most people in their 20s and early 30s will never have experienced interest rates as high as 4.25%. However, if you look back over the last 50 plus years, that's around the average interest rate over the long term. It is the new normal. It's the old normal. Maybe it's not that today's interest rates are too high. Maybe we just experienced a period of what was too low. But having said that, what does it mean for us as property investors? What does it mean for you looking to maybe start or scale your property business? Well, no matter what the market, there's always opportunity. The property market at the moment is going to go through a period of change. And in periods of change, only the educated, only the professional property investors will succeed. The amateurs go running for the hills. The amateurs go back hiding and waiting for the right time to buy. It's never about the right time to buy. It's always about the right property at any time. In fact, high interest rates actually protect you because it means you're gonna stress test your deal at a higher rate again. If you can make a profit from a property when interest rates are high, you will guarantee to make a profit when the rates become lower. Remember, you're not buying a property for a year or two years or a few months. You're buying a property for generational wealth. 
to pass down to your family for generations to come. And with high interest rates also has come recently high inflation. And high inflation is just pu pushing up the cost of everything. It's pushing up the cost of the rents. It's pushing up the cost of the properties. But only for so long. Then you're going to see a supply and demand issue where less people are buying, putting more stock available for sale. And when more stock comes available for sale, there's going to be downward pressure on prices. It's going to push prices down. And this is a brilliant opportunity because rents are going to stay high, if not go higher. Here's why. Supply and demand again. Less people buying property, less investors investing in property means less stock available, less developers building because the cost of materials has gone up so much. So it does, there's no profit in developments right now, are not as much profit in developments because the land prices are still holding, but the cost of the development has gone up. The cost of labor has gone up. The cost of material has gone up, meaning the profit margin has shrunk. And developers are worried about the risk of buying land, building a house, and their profit margin been shrunk because of the cost of labor and the cost of materials. And then if there's a drop in the price as well, because they're trying to predict a future sale price, if that purchase price drops, they could lose money. So many developers right now are just exiting the game. So no developers are less developers, less landlords. That means less rental stock available. Less rental stock available means more people fighting for the same rental properties, means an increase in the price of rents. Less buyers, less people looking to buy property, more stock coming available for sale, means a downward pressure on the prices. Now put those two together and you've got a perfect storm. Why? You can pick up properties for lower prices and rent them for higher rents, meaning a bigger profit margin. Interest rates are higher, but the interest rate increase is not as significant as it may seem when you take into account the lower purchase prices and the higher rents. In the 1990s, the median house price was four times the annual salary. Today, nationally, the average house price is nine times the annual salary. In London, it's 12 times the annual salary. What does that actually mean? Does it mean house prices are now completely unaffordable? Well, if you look back just five, six, seven years, up to 10 years ago, the median house prices were still five, six, seven times the annual salary, and they were affordable then. In 2007, people said everything was too expensive. It was unaffordable. Yet today, they're more expensive again. So will it come back to four times? I don't see it happening ever. Could it go even further? Absolutely it could. Here is why. Because it is a different world. Finance became cheaper. The cost of living got more expensive. Money was printed everywhere. And what will happen over time is younger people have struggled to get houses and not just because of investors, because everything became more expensive. It's very easy to say it's landlord's fault that people cannot get homes. But the reality is these homes are available to be picked up by anybody. The house I'm in right now, this property, we bought it for 25,000 pounds. It sat empty for over 10 years. Other people living on this street, other people that rented on this street, these houses done up 
are 115 to 125 grand. This house in a poor condition is about 70 to 75 grand. We picked it up for 25 grand. Anybody could have, nobody did. That's the difference. There's big deals out there, there's big opportunities out there to make money in property. And these properties that have been picked up could be picked up by average normal people too. But they don't look for them and they, if they do look for them, they only look in the traditional way. They look in estate agent's windows. They look in the normal places to look like right move. The best deals are gone before then. You do not need to be a professional property investor to find these deals. You could just learn how to find a home for yourself. You could be watching this and you know what, I just wanna learn how to be creative about getting my home. That alone would be worthwhile for you. Having said that, right now, house prices being nine to 12 times the average salary, I believe there is gonna be a correction. There has to be a correction. It'll come back down slowly over the next few months. We're not gonna see a major crash like we've seen in 2008. We're gonna see a slow drop back. And that'll happen over the next 12 to 18 months. We're already seeing it happen. It's already started. In many parts of the UK, house prices have dropped five to 10% already. Now, you might be watching this and going, no, they've gone up in my area. Be careful of the data you are looking at. I'm talking about sold prices. House sold prices have dropped five to 10% in many areas. It is micro markets, there is areas where they have not dropped yet. But if you're looking at for sale prices, you will probably have seen an increase in your area. Be careful. Here's why you've seen an increase. The estate agents, and I love you if you're watching this estate agents, but many of them are playing a game. They know that it's harder to sell a house now. They know that most people in their mind want a discount because they're worried about a crash. So what many estate agents are doing is they're going to the sellers of the house and they're saying, put your house on a bit higher so that the buyer will pay a bit less and you'll still be close to your asking price. So think about this. They're putting it on over market value camouflaging the true market value and then an unknown buyer, an amateur buyer will come in and think they've got a discount when they've not really got a discount. Never in any time in history has the asking price, the estate agents for sale price, been. it's never been more distracting, never been more irrelevant than it is today. Stop looking at asking prices and start checking the data of sold prices. And sold prices are dropping. Property is staying on the market for longer. Property has been put on for higher prices. Thank you, estate agents. But they are selling for less. If the property market was to crash like it did in 2008, it could be an even bigger crash than 08. Every time there's ever been a property crash, it's been a bigger crash. Why? because the national debt is bigger, the cost of living is bigger, everything magnifies. And when you print money like the government did during the lockdown, it can magnify that to a level that could be astronomical. We might not see a property crash or a recession, we could see a potential depression, an absolute drop that like never before. But it could be a slow one. 
So it's not going to just go like 08. The banks went in 2008 and the crash happened overnight. In 2023-2024, we're going to see a gradual drop-off. And this can catch a lot of people by surprise. The gradual drop-off can catch you by surprise more than the overnight crash. Why? Because some people are in the back of their mind going, well, there's no crash, nothing wrong here. And they're not planning for the future. And they're overpaying. Be very careful. We're in what I call the lag right now. We're in the period between the 2022 prices and the future prices. The sellers are still trying to hold on to their old price. The buyers aren't willing to pay their old price. And we're going to see a slow, gradual drop where some people are going to buy at the original prices are just below because they think everything's okay. But the professionals, we're in there waiting and only offering discounted prices because we are planning for the long-term future. Having said all of that still though, by 2035, by 2040, by 2045, I guarantee you house prices will be higher than they are today. They will always go up over time. Just like your wages, just like your food, just like your fuel, it'll all go up over time. And that's what makes this market right now an absolute golden opportunity. I read a recent report recently where Halifax and Lloyd said the property market would drop around 8% this year. Here's my belief. I think the lower end of the market will drop 5 to 10%. The cheaper houses, the affordable houses. The top end of the market, the expensive stock, that's going to drop 20 to 25%. Why? Well, people that built and bought really expensive properties, they bought them planning for low interest rates. They bought them trying to keep up with the Joneses and afford the expensive house when interest rates were 0.1% to 0.75%, when they could get mortgages at sub 2%. They're coming to the end of their fixed rate mortgages if not ready ended them. And their mortgage payments have gone up massively. Now, if you magnify, a 300 pound a month mortgage payment doubling to 600 quid a month, it can be not affordable for a lot of people on low wages. But if you magnify a 2,000 pound a month mortgage up to 5,000 pound a month, that is just unsustainable. You are starting to see, look at right move, a lot of expensive stock coming available for sale. You're seeing properties that would have sold a year ago for four million quid, coming on the market today for three million quid. You're seeing big drops in the prices of the expensive houses. Right now, if you're looking to move up the ladder and get that dream home for a really good price, never been a better time. I did a calculation on one property where we could pay 10 grand a month on an interest payment on the mortgage. 10 grand a month on a mortgage, okay? Over 10 years, that would not have added up to the reduction in the cost of the house that the owner wanted, their price. Imagine that, 10 grand a month, a, hundred, a million quid over sort of 10 years, but they were looking for a million quid less for the house than they were looking for six months ago. That's how big the top of the market is dropping. That's almost a free mortgage for 10 years, because yes, you're paying for it in interest payments, but you've got the deal for that much less money. It's all relative. So let's look at interest rates a little bit closer. So the base rate's currently been raised to 4.25%. Very simple reason why. 
Two things. Number one, the government have got a plan and the Bank of England have a plan and the Bank of England's plan is to try and get inflation back under control. The government wanted under control, the Eng Bank of England wanted under control and it is totally out of control. It is 10% plus. Now the true inflation number is probably significantly more than that. But at 10% plus inflation, the aim to and the Bank of England's only plan to take inflation under control to their 2% target, that's their long-term target, 2%, is to literally increase interest rates. And the idea of this is if you increase interest rates, people will stop spending money. They'll stop spending because they have to affordability issues, and if they stop spending money, that'll slow down the consumer um, industry. So slow down the economy because less money has been spent, so less prices will get risen. Here's the challenge they've got. They've increased interest rates from 0.1% to 4.25%, and it started to slow down inflation. It actually went backwards for a couple of months, and then a month ago, it went back up again. So is this a tried, tested and proven methodology? In the past, yes. Increase interest rates, inflation comes down. But we're not seeing the same thing in 2023. Why? We've got war in Europe. We've just come out of a global pandemic. We're still not even fully out of it. We've had Brexit. There's so many factors that are affecting interest rates right now and affecting inflation right now that it, can the government keep and the Bank of England keep increasing interest rates to try and get this inflation under control? Well, you could see more interest rate rises. I would predict that the interest rates will probably go to a base rate of either 4.75 or maybe even hit 5% before the end of 2023. Do I believe that will take inflation back under control? No, I don't think it will. I think we've got a different problem and it doesn't matter how high the Bank of England push interest rates, I'm not convinced it's gonna control inflation to the level they need it to. I think it'll help, but not to the level they need it to help. But there's a second reason why they're increasing interest rates. Because we are, whether you believe it or not, or see it or not, in a recession. Now we're hovering on the edge of recession, we're in and out of recession, there's a drop in the economy, there's a bit of growth, there's a drop again, and this is what I mean by we're gonna see a slow, steady decline. So within the next six months, we'll be officially in a, an official recession as things get tighter and tighter and tighter for people. Now, here is what happens when a country goes into recession. The government will start to cut spending. Everything gets cut, we're seeing it already. But the only route out of recession, just like the government's only play and the Bank of England's only play to curb inflation is to increase interest rates, the only way out of recession in their rule book, the only way they have to get out of recession is to stimulate the economy to stimulate growth in the economy. And to stimulate the economy, they, one of the key methods to do this is to make lending cheaper, to provide lending to businesses, to in, get investment into business and into jobs. And to do that, they need to drop interest rates. And because the government know this is a major challenge right now, and the Bank of England know there's a major global challenge right now, what's happening is they're pushing interest rates up quite high. But is there a longer term plan to be able to then drop them to re-kickstart the economy at some point? 
So I would predict in about 18 months to two years time, we're gonna see a drop back on interest rates. That's why you're seeing long-term interest rates right now cheaper than short-term rates. Why? The Bank of England want you and the banks want you to tie yourself into a long-term interest rate. They know that if you tie yourself into a long-term interest rate with their long-term plan to be lower, they'll make more money off you. The short-term rates are quite high right now because they're trying to put you off grabbing a short-term rate. Because long-term, the banks will win. And they'll win by you taking long-term fixed. It's a good time right now to either go standard variable rate or maybe a two-year fix, knowing that in two years' time, you could move into a lower rate. But it's a gamble, right? Because what if the rates double? What if they go even higher? And the fear can make you feel that they could. The challenge with that comes back to the median cost of prices, nine to 12 times a salary. And salaries are not moving. It's gonna be difficult to see the house prices go 10, 11, 12 times salary. People will not be able to afford mortgages if interest rates go up to eight, nine, 10%. You will see riots on the street. The Bank of England and the government have to play a very cautious, careful game right now where they are tipping towards as high as they can possibly go with interest rates. Maybe another 0 0.25, 0 0.5 or three quarter of a percent rise and that's about where they got a cap off because there's too much borrowing in this country. So that's my thoughts on the current situation with the property market. But you've got to always stay educated. If somebody told you four years ago there'd be a global pandemic, we'd all have laughed. If somebody told us 18 months ago interest rates would be 4.25% a day, we'd all have laughed. You've got to stay educated, you've got to stay at the top of your game, and you've got to keep moving forward because time waits for no one. If you want to stay educated and get yourself started in property, get your first property deals done, then you got to stay close to the fire. Proximity is power. You have to align yourself to people who are working the property industry right now because things are changing so quickly, you've got to move quick. To make sure you do not fall behind, we've got a completely free report. It's in the pinned comments and it's in the description. You can download it completely free right now to protect you and get you started on your property journey. It's never been more important to be educated. If you wanna make sure that you are not falling behind, you're staying up to date with all of the latest trends in the property market, then we've got a completely free report. It's in the pinned comments and in the description. Go download it right now. It'll help you understand the property market, understand what you should be doing right now to start or scale your property business. You can build a property portfolio, but you need the right knowledge. Go download it right now. And also make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on future content. So that's been my breakdown of where I see the property market right now and where I see it going over the coming months. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been amazing. See you next time.